right there. I'm in. Welcome to the DC Films Podcast. This is episode 36, and my name is Sark. I am joined today with my co-hosts, Andy. Say hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. And Shayna. Say hi, Shayna. <laughs> hi, guys. He said hi, Shayna. He said hi, Shayna. It's not that difficult. Well, I knew what he meant. Well, I mean, he did literally say, say hi, Andy, and I said hi, Andy. Like, and you did. You follow instructions well. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a good boy. It, you are no a good such boy. There's no thing as instructions in my vocabulary. <laughs> and that makes you a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a little bit of news to discuss this week. Uh, at the time of this recording, we are uh, eagerly anticipating the release of Wonder Woman. Um, but that has not been released yet, and we have not had a chance to see it. So that's going to be around the corner. But we do have some interesting developments, and uh, and I will turn it over to Andy. Andy, do you want to share those things with us? Yeah, so let's start with some, uh, because we do have some, um, I mean, it's, it's it's both kind of bad news, but it's kind of, okay, but like the, the one, it, one is less, it's less bad than the other. But okay, so uh, Justice League Dark is uh, taking an interesting direction because Doug Lyman has left the project, but there's it's not because of creative differences, it was because... He literally had a different project to film, and there was schedule issues, and so he had to step away. There was no creative issues at all, uh, although you figured that if they signed you on to begin with, that you would have figured out the schedule beforehand, but, you know, hey, I will digress, I will sip my tea and be like, you know, it's none of my business, but yeah, so um. He has stepped away, he has exited a project, but Warner Brothers are still, you know, committed to making sure that this film happens, and um, they're already looking in getting a new, you know, a, a new director, uh, because they definitely want to make sure this film is uh, is happening. So, um, Meet the Movie Press is reporting that apparently, uh, or I think maybe it was the Hollywood report. it's so hard to keep up with these days, but like, it's being reported that... Um, Andy Muschietti, uh, who is um, he's actually his his recent picture is actually the upcoming adaptation of the Stephen King novel um, It. That is uh, you know with the you know the scary clown and all that. Uh, so he is being eyed as a potential candidate to hmm. direct *Justice okay. Dark*. And in addition to that, we also have. Demian Zivion, uh, who um, who is also being eyed. He's an Argentinian director, uh, and I believe yeah, his well, he's best known for directing Wild Tales, and uh, it was nominated, nominated for best foreign la- foreign language language at um, the, the 2014 Academy Awards. So like they're already like you know they're already like working on um, get, maybe getting someone very soon. So. Uh, Shayna, let me start with you. Like, what do you think about Doug Lyman stepping off from Just League Dark, and what do you think of these two choices, choices that we're possibly getting? 
Um, for the longest time, I had no idea a Justice League Dark film was in the works. I was like, oh, I thought we just did that. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm kind of on board with it. Like, I don't really know much of these two directors, so I'm kind of like, I don't know what to say about you guys. But then, like, since the one directed it, I'm kind of like, I can see it. I can see where he's going to go with Justice League Dark if he gets it. But then I'm like, oh, God, horror movies. No, I don't want to see it. No. But it isn't almost <laughs> a perfect matchup because Justice League Dark is going to be more of the horror of the DCEU. So it's kind of like it kind of it's kind of a good fit. And I think also uh, the new It movie is also being produced by by Warner Brothers. So it's kind of it is kind of in how they're going that they're looking at someone like him. As long as it's not too horrifying, because me and horror movies, we don't go together. Like, I can't even watch Jurassic Park in the dark. I mean, I'm sure there's not going to be, like, a clown in Justice League Dark. So I think we can be, you know, like, we can be, you know, we can rest assured. That, and, like, I don't think it's going to go that far. Um, but, uh, no, but, you know, fair fair enough, fair enough. Um, Zark, uh, what, are, what, are, what are your thoughts about this with uh, Doug Lyman stepping away and now these two... Uh, directors being eyed to possibly take over well you know before i've always said that uh i hope that if there's anything that i bring to the table for this podcast it's kind of at every man's perspective because with so many of these of these subjects i may not be the expert i i think of roy our our partner in crime who is away temporarily he always brings a plethora of knowledge to the table but i think i may be more like the average fan and that is not familiar. So this is my take. Even though I don't know the body of work for either one of these men who are being uh, considered for the director's role, there is that excitement in seeing the types of projects with which they are associated. So, yeah, to your point, um, since this is that opportunity for the DCEU to establish kind of a, you know, one of their films or one of their properties with kind of the creepy feel uh, the the horror movie kind of feel to it. Um, I think it's important to recognize that that's the type of individual that Warner Brothers is looking for. Like they're not they're not just haphazardly saying, "Huh, oh, well maybe we can get a good guy to you know a big name or a little name. It doesn't matter. Let's just attach someone to it." To me, it appears that they are putting great thought into their directorial choices, all the way up to this one. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting to me because I love to see the fleshing out of the DC universe on screen in live action film. And, of course, that's the reason for the existence of this podcast. So, yeah, I think it bodes well. Uh, anytime a director may be attached to a – you said a Stephen King project, right? It is a Stephen yeah, exactly. King property. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, come on. Exactly. How much, that, how much greater can you get? Uh, Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's so many reasons. And, and we've talked about this before, not to beat a dead horse, but because of this unusual experience that the DC fan is is uh, enduring at this stage of history where, you know, it's kind of like this Paul cast upon anything that we like or anything that's due to come out in comparison to the reception that Marvel films seem to get. I think it's imperative that we um, we notice the obvious and point it out and say, oh, my God, that's a reason to celebrate. So, um, yes, it excites me. And it makes me want to learn more about um, whomever they choose 
uh, for the role because that tells me they're continuing to take these choices very seriously. I can personally cannot wait for the development of Justice League Dark, especially after we reviewed that animated film several months ago. That really stirred my interest and piqued my curiosity to see what this this live action version could be. Yeah, I. Uh, it was so funny because this news was b- broke during the Flash season three finale. So like, I even mm. though I was on Twitter live tweet, I I missed the news. So like, when I got like like two hours later, I was like, you know, la 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 la, la just preparing for my podcast, whatever. And I'm like, and I see like, why is just like dark like trending? Like, did they cast someone? And I I look at the hat, mm. I'm like, of course he left. But of course he left. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, but wait a minute. Just three weeks ago, he was talking about the film. Like, what the hell? It's so confusing. But um, no, I um, I understand why he had to leave. You know, schedule, you know, and production. So that, that can be tricky in Hollywood. So, but, you know, at least, you know, it wasn't due to creative differences. You know, and maybe and he, he might still have a hand in this project. He might, you know, have some creative say. Mm-hmm. Maybe he, kind of, his vision will still be taken upon and i do think that the choices are interesting that you're looking at i hope the guy who did it gets it because <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna sound like i'm doing a pun every time i say it now when talking about this film uh but you know but like when i look at when i look at the trailer for example for that movie it looks really good i'm actually really excited for it it um oh my god oh uh, <laughs> I, I I I am I am it, uh, but uh, yeah no but I I think it would be cool if if he got the role if he got the gig because that way we know yeah. he will be able to do the horror thing pretty good and also with probably a bigger budget because that cloud doesn't look like very special effects heavy but again I only remember the crappy TV movie they made many many years ago with the amazing Annette O'Toole who you know we know from Smallville but uh, no but I I I do not see any need. To worry about just like dark, and um, and you know what that movie will do in the DCU. I think mm-hmm. we will have. A, I think we will have a director before Comic Con, and this film will still be, you know, being eyed to make sure that it gets off as soon as possible. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't think there's any cause for concern here. And uh, and two, again, I think we're going to have to repeat this to ourselves and to our listeners frequently. It is not. It is not unusual for a project that is two, three years in advance to go through these, we might call them hiccups or bumps in the road. They're so common. But yet what we tend to do is we remember our favorite releases and we don't know the backstory. We don't remember the prehistory in general. But if you were to do the research, you would find, oh, you know, this this one was hired as a screenwriter. Oh, then he was fired or this one left the project or this one. Um, you know, there was a scheduling conflict. Those things are so frequent in this industry. And so I just think that as DC fans, those things have been used against us, you know, to, to be the substantiating proof. Oh, see, the, you know, it's all in trouble. It's all going down the tubes. Uh, you guys ought to abandon ship. And I just reject all of that. I reject all of that. This is nothing to be alarmed about. In fact, I think it's a reason to be excited, the, the types of individuals they're looking at. Yeah. Now moving on to some, this is probably the saddest news. Uh, like, like you know, mm-hmm. just like Dark Thing is. I mean, it's like you know, it's you know, it's sad that he has to go, but you know, like it's still being taken care of. But I think this is a mo- much more painful subject because um, it was announced last week. 
that okay, so Zack Snyder um, has been in post production state with Justice League, uh, which is set to come out on November seventeenth this fall. But the, the sad news came out that back in March of this year, he his twenty year old daughter Autumn Snyder died by suicide. And uh, and he and his like he has still like, he stuck with the product post production for about two more months and then eventually like it just became too much as he needs to now be with his family and his wife and everything you know throughout this difficult time which is so understandable uh, and the, the 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 side news that came with that was that uh, just Joss Whedon who you know directed Avengers he's best known for Buffy and Angel and Firefly and who's going to be directing and writing Batgirl for DC he is. St- Stepping in to help uh, his friend Zach to finish up post production, and they will additionally. He's also written a couple extra scenes that will be shot and added to the final version of Justice League. But uh, the Warner Brothers president Toby Emmerich he he did stress that these scenes will not feature introduction of any new characters. So it's just uh, it's just to kind of add a little bit more, more to it as we get closer to um, the the end of the year when Justice League comes out. So, but of course, it is you know still really tragic news, and of course, you know because the internet, uh, internet has to be assholes. They you know they they took this, many many of the haters took this opportunity to still say that oh DC is in trouble, uh, you know like you know you know good riddance, Zack Snyder is gone, uh, all these horrible nonsense, which is you know disgusted me on every level. But I will get more to my thoughts mm-hmm. later. So, uh, Shayna, what 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 are your thoughts about this uh, this tra- this tragic news? And you know with uh, you know what you know what's going on now for Justice League? Like, I'm happy Joss Whedon is on now because he's one of my favorite people, but like not in this way. Like, I wasn't happy that this is how he got the gig. Kind mm-hmm. of deal. Like, cause it's sad when somebody, you know, tosses their life away like that and you can't get it back. So I think it is best that Snyder stepped down, taking some time with his family, you know, getting things together. Because that's what happens when you're not paying attention to your family. Things like this happens. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we don't know the full circumstance behind like the family situation. You know, like, I, maybe you know, I, I, I'm sure you know. I mean, I'm sure they were paying attention to so, but like you know, but like you know, you know, mental health is you know is is a large issue, and we sometimes it's really hard to detect that. Uh, and you know, and I'm you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm just amazed how someone in Snyder's position could deal with <laughs> it for almost two or three months after she. You know, after she died, um, I don't even know. Like, I would have been done right then and there. Um, sorry. What What are your thoughts on 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 this? Wow, I have so many to share, and I, I hope I can keep this brief because I don't want to ramble. Um, first of all, what a terrible tragedy! I personally have been so busy. My personal life has there's been a lot, mostly positive. Uh, going on, just recently became engaged and uh, and moved in with my fiance and planning a, a very small elopement soon. So a lot going on, and there have been weeks where I've not been able to track with the latest. So even the news of his daughter's suicide, this is almost brand new to me. And so I'm – personally, that's devastating. If anyone's a father that's listening or a parent, um, that's just a horrific 
thought to have enter your brain, that you are burying your child, especially but like something, uh, you know, via suicide, um, just absolutely tragic. So I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to Zack Snyder. It, um, it also bothers me on another level because I've always felt like Zack Snyder was really picked on by the negative Nellies in, uh, in social media predominantly, more so than pre- – I think you have social media, which is a, a more illegitimate form of expression as opposed to you know, the established media. Not that the established media is always correct, but um, it's the social media personalities that have been more vicious needlessly. And as an outsider to kind of comic book fandom, this has been one thing that could have turned me off from just becoming the full-blown Batman fan that I have become. And now DC fan, um, just hearing the viciousness with which uh, this man has been treated throughout the years. I had seen some of his previous projects prior to Man of Steel and was always very impressed with the level of quality and thrill that um, he was willing, humbly, to take on the initial installments in the DC film universe. So eternally grateful to him. But it, uh, I think it's so sad because what a, what a very terrible thing to have to endure. Um, also, uh, going back to the fact that it's been several months, that makes sense to me. Um, just what I know of Zack Snyder's character. If you've ever taken on uh, big projects and been responsible for many things and just conducted yourself in a way that was uh, upright and uh, in, indicative of integrity. It's normal for people, those types of personalities, once they're committed to a project, it takes horrific tragedy to dislodge them from their association with that project. So often they will try to see it through because they that was their original commitment. So it doesn't surprise me that he tried to see it through to the bitter end, but I can't imagine the, you know, the amount of grief and devastation that that would bring to you, your wife, your, I know he has a son. I don't know how many other children he may or may not have, but to try to work in this very unrelenting, unforgiving industry, uh, especially with some of the nasty so-called fan backlash, I, you know, that amount of backlash, I don't even think you're a fan anymore, but um, that he has had to endure uh, I'm sure, yeah, that there had to be a breaking point. Every man, every family has their breaking point, and it's always wise to know where that is. And, and so for him to step down after giving it a noble attempt, uh, it just gives me greater respect for him and for the mark that he has left on the DC Films universe. My hope is that he'll be able to be associated and, and bring some influence in the future because I think we owe the man uh, an enormous debt. Also, it does help us to remember these are just comic book movies that we're These are just movies about. in general. Like, these are just movies in general. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and they're not to be regarded. They should be regarded as, as gifts, and we should be more consistent with bringing a, a kind of a, an attitude of gratitude to the table because nobody owes us as individuals anything. No one even owes us making a good movie. We just want good movies, and we want – uh, we, we want movies that we can enjoy and that we can support and get behind and be thrilled by, entertained by, inspired by. But we're not entitled to them. And this really kind of minimizes the gravity with which we treat uh, these properties. And it, it reminds us of, of reality. This is, this is real. When your daughter commits suicide, 
that's real. And so for those of us who pray, I, I hope that we'll pray for him and the family. For those of us who just want to think positive thoughts, I hope we'll do the same. And um, and I'm like Shana. I hate that Josh, Josh Whedon came on because of this, but I am grateful that he was there to take the baton and uh, and to help. And Andy, I think I mentioned to you earlier that this is exciting in one sense, um, turning a negative into a positive. It really helps him to get his feet wet and prepare himself mentally, psychologically for his involvement in the DCEU, especially with his attachment to the upcoming Batgirl project. So who knows what kind of influence he can have in a short period of time in making these more integrated films. Yeah, uh, I apologize. My computer just re- my one of my laptops just rebooted itself. That's why you keep he- hearing these noises. So uh, I didn't know. I'm like, what's going on? Uh, but no, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I, I didn't. Know I don't know how yeah. strong my microphone is, but um, no. But obviously, like I um, this was not a like when this news broke and I I wrote up for Hero Kalu. I mean, it was not something that was fun for me to write because it's you know it's a 20 year old daughter and okay, so like, and I looked up you know just. Oh, a few, uh, the history as uh, she she is Sack's daughter from his first marriage uh with Denise mm. Snyder and uh and because um he and Deborah are actually raising seven kids and stepkids uh so the, it's a it's a it's a big family um and um yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, I, I don't know what I else I can add to what, what what my co-host has already amazingly put out there. I, I, you know, of course, I love Josh Whedon, and I'm, you know, I'm excited for Batgirl, you know, and I think it's really nice of him to be there for Zag. But you know, of course, like, I, you know, I wish it, these were the circumstances because you know, like, you know, it shouldn't be. Um, I, I hate the fact there's been this outpour of people that are like. Well, now that Zack is gone, just just Wayne is gonna make Justice League work. I'm like, no, Justice League is gonna work because of Zack Snyder. Yeah, all Josh. Not how this works. <laughs> yeah, Josh is coming in to finish post production and add a few <laughs> scenes. A f- it's not, guys. He's not rewriting the whole film. They're not reshooting the whole film. Damn it. Get it for your thick skull and don't think that, oh my god, you're facing Justice League now because of Joss Whedon. No, that's not what's happening. Justice League is not in trouble. The- Zach just couldn't finish post-production for understandable reasons. The fact that he, that he did it for two months is, like, I don't know if Noble is enough to say. But, like, he, like it's the biggest thing I can imagine, like, I can see a director do who has lost their daughter at this young age for these circumstances. So, mm-hmm. but like the fact that like, you know, oh my God, you know, Josh Sweeney's going to face like He's not fixing anything. He's adding a no. few more scenes uh, and he is finishing post-production. That's it. I hate to say it, but that's the level of intelligence that we've been dealing with all along when it comes to the, <laughs> to the negative. And I, and I'm not trying to be cruel or critical, but that, that speaks to that lack of intelligence that we've run into over and over again. There's only six months before the release of the movie. Um, all he's doing is the equivalent of polishing, just you know, fine-tuning, tweaking the final product. Yeah. All the elements that make or break the film, they've been done. In fact, what we may find out one day in an interview when he's available, we may find out that Zack Snyder waited purposely until that point where – there was a line crossed where he could say, 
whew, okay, the crucial stuff, it's done. Now let me step down so that I can be there for my family and we can all heal. And then I can pass the baton on to someone who is capable of just polishing it yeah. and making sure that it, that it hits the screen uh, you know, to the best of uh, – what, what the best final product is what I'm trying to say. So um, you're absolutely right, Andy. Yes, all the things that are going to make or break this film, they are there and in place. So, and it's like uh, Justice League 2 might be a little different because Joss Whedon is sure. set to also direct that. Okay, so he's actually, they're talking about him directing Justice League 2. I don't think I, I realized. I, I did not see yeah. any reports on that. So, like, wh- uh, where, where, where is this coming from? Is this coming from any reliable sources? Yeah, because I wrote it. Right, but okay, but then where did you see that? <laughs> um, yeah, hold on. Give me, like, two seconds. But I don't think that's that. I don't think that's. I don't think that's what's happening at all. Because I know Zack Snyder still has, like, he has a picture deal with DC and Warner Brothers. So, or maybe specifically just Warner Brothers. So, um, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I don't even think Joss is gonna have time to write just League, uh, just League Two. Um, so I, 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 I don't. Know. I think it's gonna be. I mean, I, don't know. I, I, I've, I've heard it. Maybe you know. I, I mean, I would have loved the idea of maybe. I mean, Patty Jenkins doing it. You know, because I would love to see a female, you know, directing like this big group movie mm-hmm. um but i'm gonna find it i know it's here um so i legit just wrote about this on wednesday i think it was i mean while you look that up and so on just so we can make sure we give the right information to our listeners i um i mean of course you know i mean my thoughts and condolences to the snyders and you know to zach you know if should he be listening oh i don't think he is but if should he like that'd be awesome i I can't. I can't thank him enough for putting through with it for so long, and despite some of the nasty criticism that he's gotten, like in from you know from Hollywood, not just fan, but from Hollywood too. I think, to be mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. is like, like when when Just League comes out, and I, it's gonna be amazing. Like you know, like it will be a critical hit. It will be a critical. You know, it will be also a massive box office success. Like, I want him to just be allowed to give the finger to Hall be like, you know, yeah, you think you know me? Well, you don't. Because Zack Snyder <laughs> is, he is a visionary. And I, I mean, like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't look at him as like Jesus or God or anything like that because, you know, like, that, you know, that's just not what I do. But I do look at him as someone, as one of the, those unique directors we have in Hollywood. Um, and you know, oh, and, look, right. and look, and look, and this thing, guys, you have to remember something. I run a website called the Mole Report. So if anyone goes here thinking, "Well, Andy hates the Mole," you know, I'm like, no, I love DC and I love Marvel and I love Archie. So it's like, just Ooh, Archie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, thanks to Riverdale, which is my one of my favorite time show, which you now can catch on on Netflix. Season one is available now on Netflix. Uh, but like, I <laughs> do not take one side over the other. But like. You know, but like there's some fans that clearly do. Like you know, anytime DC, you know, like there's a mess up for you. Like oh my god, you all DC films are in trouble. But if something goes wrong with Marvel, like you know, but we understand, we understand why. It's like guys, yeah, there is you. a double standard, which is inexplicable. Yeah, and it's like I don't, you know, it, whether it has to do, whether it has to do with you know track records or whatever. It's like that doesn't matter. 
if a director leaves or a screenwriter leaves, like it, it's fine. It happens. But uh, the, anytime mm-hmm. DC does it, any God forbid that Warner Brothers and DC does it, it's like, <gasps> oh y'all, y'all, we, oh my God, we gotta go to church and pray for DC Warner Brothers, y'all. They are in so <laughs> much trouble. He's so silly. <laughs> I know. It's one of my finest qualities. Uh, it might be my only finest quality. But, <laughs> yes. But, you know, to take, you know, go, you know, to, to go back to the series of it is all, I, I think this was the best decision they could have done. I think, I mean, I, in my opinion, I think Zach should have been, he should have, he should have been allowed to have left. He should have allowed himself to leave when this death happened. But, you know, the fact that he stuck around to make sure that the most important stuff all got taken care of is like, I don't know. I don't know how I can thank him in the, you know, besides oh, really? thank you. Right. So, uh, yeah. but hopefully, you know, he's with, you know, he's taking care of himself. You know, he's with his family and, you know, not letting Hollywood pressure or anything like that because, you know, we, you know, us that love Zachary, we will always be here when he's ready to come back. Um, does, do, do you guys want to add anything else to to this? Oh, just amen and hallelujah. Yes, a- anytime. Zach, I'm just going to take this opportunity real quick. Um, I watched Batman v Superman again last night. Uh, Which cut? With, with my fiance. Pardon me? With the Ultimate Edition. Okay, good, good, good. That's my preferred, yes. I think that was the film that should have been released. I think that's the film that Zack Snyder intended on releasing, and it was out of his hands, and it... Uh, we got what we got, which was not terrible by any stretch of the imagination, but it wasn't what his original vision was. So just an incredible film. But again, it's probably been, I don't know, three, four months since seeing it and sitting down with my fiance Benita, who, remember, is what I call an apprenticing Batman fan. And she is familiarizing herself with the DC universe because of her devotion, her love for me. And she's loving it. She's absolutely loving it. And we sat and we watched, and she marveled at, pardon the pun, she marveled at uh, at everything that she could not remember. She said, I don't remember this part. Oh, this is fascinating. Oh, this makes sense. Um, and her level of appreciation just continues to skyrocket. And then here I'm watching it through fresh eyes again, and I'm thinking, this is an incredible film. There is no way on God's green earth that it deserves a 29% Rotten Tomato rating. That Who is cares about Rotten Tomatoes? It's so like I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, the fact that this okay, it's it's Monday, so I get to be, but the fact that on, Rotten to, okay, so yeah, keep on preaching. Okay, I am so sick and tired that people are like, oh my, I'm not gonna see this movie because it has this much Rotten Tomatoes. Who the f- cares? Who the f- cares? I, I'm gonna have to believe so much. I'm gonna have to believe so much in this episode. But it's just you, you, human people, people of Earth, listen to me. You guys have your own brain, your own ability to process and get something like to get your own opinions on something. Please do not say that you're not gonna see a movie because a website with a with a vegetable or for whatever a tomato is because tomato <laughs> tomato tomato like it's like it's like you know who what came first the egg or the chicken like don't base your opinions based on percent on a website go out see the film by yourself this is like, here's the thing. I refuse to read reviews before I see a movie. I refuse to read advanced reviews. I will. I will look at tweets. That, 
I will look at make tweets like they did for Wonder Woman reaction. So like, I think mean, that's like that doesn't give anything away, but it's kind of like you know, okay, it doesn't affect me enough. But it's like, right. my God, people, when when you're like, oh my God, twenty nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes, that's that's bad. I ain't gonna see it, guys. Oh my God, you are you have your <laughs> own human minds. Use it. <laughs> Walk up your uh, ass, okay. go to the theaters, and watch the damn film, and form your own opinion. Not because a vegetable slash fruit website told you that it's not good enough. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Yes. All right. All, all, all right. Go on. Well done. Well done, Andy. Yes. Um. Yeah. How do you really feel? No. I mean, we're right there with you, pal. I mean, tomatoes really are. Is, it, tom- a tomato should be a fruit. No, I'm kidding. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I, you know, You're I'm crazy. done. I'm done. No, I'm I mean, I couldn't, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And so here we're watching this film and just trying to trying to remain unbiased and, and look at it from an objective viewpoint. I mean, I am just marveling. I'm watching this film and I'm thinking, oh, my God, it is a visual, a stunning visual masterpiece. that's so been underappreciated by the by the fan community, I think, in general. Even those that say, hey, it's really a solid film. No, no, it's not a solid film. It is marvelous. And then the, the, the plot, the writing, I know that there have been people who have kind of nitpicked at different things, but I'm telling you, it is just an excellently done film. It is so well done. And so it's almost like this. It's almost as if, and I know this is going to sound like an exaggeration, what he did with that film, and even to a large extent, Man of Steel, um, because the, the films tie in so well together, and he has such a grand vision for the DC universe, and we owe him so much. But it's as if he was willing to believe naively that the average comic book fan, especially one who has a love for the Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman mythologies, was willing to embrace a more intelligent, more adult-oriented film, like do you really take these characters seriously? Well, then let's tell a serious story. And let's, if we have to be, let's be sober. Let's be grave about it because these are some heavy issues with which we're dealing. But it was almost as if there were those in the fan community who, um, it's almost as if they read, uh, you know, a great, a great novel, like, um, uh, just pick one, you know, the, the Grapes of Wrath, you know. Uh, and then compared it to some dime store sleaze novel and said, hmm, I'm just not feeling it. I don't get into it. It seems too deep or too profound. You know, we would laugh at someone almost that had that kind of reaction. But in a similar fashion, what he accomplished with just those two films, bravo. So anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox. But yes, thank you, Zach. It's it's fine. Please do not run away and, and abandon us completely during the season of grief, you know, as soon as you can return on some level and have leave your fingerprint all over what happens in the DC film universe. Shana, do you, do you, do you think, um, tomato, tomatoes are a fruit or a vegetable? <laughs> tomatoes are completely a flipping vegetable. They are not a fruit because I eat every fruit there ever is. And I don't need tomatoes. Rule number one, two, they go in salads and crap. Um, they go in salads no and crap. In a salad. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, yeah, I'm sorry for you know ranting about it, but you just like I'm just so tired when people are like 
it has this much on Rotten Tomatoes. I won't see it. I'm like, oh, you... Like, I'd be like, your sight's rotten in your face. Ugh. It makes me just want to, it, it just makes me want to throw tomatoes at people. I'm like, is this fresh enough for you? Um, all right. Um, but anyway, but, I found it. What did you find? Apparently, comabook.com and the Hollywood Reporter had said that Joss Whedon will probably be starting directing Justice League 2 until Zack Snyder can come back. All right, well, I'm going to have to read your article later on, so on. Uh, but, you know, I mean, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But, uh, but at least, you know, the focus on Justice League is, you know, is, 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 is at a good place. And I, hopefully, everything is going to work out, uh, you know, when the film comes out. And I believe, <laughs> I believe this is the best plan. So, um... It's still on track. That's all that matters. Still on track. Still on track. But, but I think, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, because there, there wasn't really that much news that came out that, that week. Um, and they were not... Yeah, just, it was kind of boring. It was kind of boring, but you know, you know, I mean, I mean, not boring, but it was kind of like, it was just very, you know, it was, it was a light week, uh, news week. Um, but... Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, what he said. But yeah, I um, yeah. But shall we um, shall we go around and give everyone uh, everyone's uh, social media and uh, way they, they can find the podcast? Yes, let's do it. Yes, uh, you can find me Sark on Twitter, where I have a fairly active presence right now, and uh, you can find me at at Holy Bat Pastor. Just a simple. Funny take on Robin's holyisms from the old Batman <laughs> TV series. Not, you should seriously uh, be in a bat shirt and I'm like, preaching about these films. Special. I know, right? Say that. You should seriously be in a church preaching, like, you know, having a sermon on the DC. I mean, look, I, I would, beca- yeah, I, I, I would yeah. become religious if you were. Like, like, it, uh, <laughs> like D, a DC. Bat religious. <laughs> no, no, because it has to be DC. Only, like, it has to be, like, overall DC. But, like, DC D, uh, D, D. strand DC strand yeah there we go and like there you, know, you go like we, can, we can sing songs about DC uh, we, okay. we, we, we could sing Super Friend from the Super Bowl Life crossover yes oh yes <laughs> I'm totally down with that yes so can we All right, like the inner circle the court of owls because that'd be kind of cool but, yeah, but, well, wait, look, wouldn't the, wait in the, wouldn't the court of owls be, be wouldn't that be the, the the DC version of Satanism, basically? Well, this is true. Uh, yes, I mean, we, maybe that. that's we would be up against. Certainly, yes, but we've got to include them somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way you two think. I can be a member. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be a member because <laughs> I, I don't, those masks just suck. Yeah, I'd have to get a better mask because those kind of suck. Okay, Shane, where can people find you on social media? Okay, you can find me on Twitter at JokerGirl without an I. It's just G-R-L. And, you know, on Facebook, on DC Films Podcast and stuff, because I'll randomly post things. <laughs> and people can find me on my public Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, all at Andy Babacht. Babacht is spelled... B E A H B A K H T, and for those who wonder what the means, it actually means happiness in Persian. 
which is just so ironic. Really? Yeah, which is just so ironic because I'm like, well, hey, cool. that that doesn't really descri- that, that that doesn't really fit with me as a character. But uh, <laughs> but you know, but no, fuck. not at all. No, it doesn't. Re- I look. I appear to be happy, but in fact, I'm just really. I, I'm just like casually grumpy. But you know, I will digress. Casually grumpy. People can find me on the Flash podcast at the Mall Report, Herrick Hollywood, and I'm also gonna be. Uh, we were so excited to announce this last week, but I'm actually going to be hosting a second DC podcast here on the DC Podcast Network. I'm going to be hosting the Titans podcast, which is going to be dedicated to the new Teen Titans live action TV show on DC's yet-to-be-named streaming service, uh, where season three of Drunk Justice will arrive and the first season of Titans will arrive. So I'm going to be hosting that with Kat, Corey, and Amy. So, And, we, and when I say Amy, I don't mean uh, my amazing co-host, um... Amy Marie Panarowski from the Flash Pocket, you know, we're actually getting a second Amy into the network, yeah, with uh, Amy G. So uh, we're going to have two awesome Amys on uh, the DCT Podcast Network. So yeah, but head over to TitansPodcast.com, follow it on Twitter at Titans Podcast, same thing on Facebook. And for this podcast, you can find DC Films Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram all at DC Films Podcast. And you can get the latest episodes on the uh, DCFilmsPodcast.com and make sure to subscribe to iTunes. You know, kind of, you know, let's, you know, we need to um, get that iTunes page a little bit more fresh and up. Uh, like, you know, get, get, give us some five reviews and like get let us know what you think about this podcast and, uh, and support us. And uh, we're going to be, you know, because as Sark said at the beginning of the show, uh, we're now just, I mean, really, we're recording on a Monday, uh, on Memorial Day, so we're just a few days away now from Wonder Woman. So we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a review of Wonder Woman, hopefully this weekend, maybe or maybe next week. But like, there will be a Wonder Woman review soon, and um, and DC Films Pockets will also take part of the big charity crossover, uh, not crossover, Jesus, the charity marathon we're gonna be doing for World. <laughs> Wild Wild uh, Life Fund on Saturday, June seventeenth. Um, you can stay, you know, stay tuned for more details as they come. But just be ready to donate and participate in an awesome day of podcasting. So, yes, uh, I ramble long enough. Oh yeah, you did a great <laughs> job. Good job, Andy. And I was going to mention, and and you basically did, but I'll say it in different words. That Andy is the busiest man on the internet, bar none. <laughs> I. I he, he has the title. Yeah, I'm not sure how he does it either. So yeah. Oh, I just go Kudos. back. In, I just go back in time and I create time remnants, remnants of myself and whatever time remnants are from the flight because I still don't understand that concept. But I'm like, oh, I just make duplicates of myself. So you have a time turner. <laughs> I wish I could use that uh, terminology, but because I do the flash pocket, I'm like, I have to go with like flash concepts. So like in this case. I, I would be using either time travel or I would be using uh, the concept of time remnants, whatever the hell those are. <laughs> yeah, use the flash terminology. <laughs> that brings us to the uh, conclusion of our podcast. So we look forward to being with you again. And as Andy has already said, um, Hopefully the next time you hear from us, you will be hearing our review of Wonder Woman. So be sure to go out and support the film on opening weekend if you can. All right. Well, with no further ado, we're out of here. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Talk.
Amén. 